Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and I hope you're having a good day. I'm reading the most recent issue of Brain and Life magazine, Neurology for Everyday Living. It is a free magazine, and I highly recommend it. You can get it at brainandlife.org. There was an article in here about the new drug that has recently been accelerated for approval by the FDA for Alzheimer's, and it's called aducanumab. And what they know is that aducanumab works by clearing beta amyloid plaques. And and beta amyloid plaque is the hallmark symptom of Alzheimer's disease in the brain. What we've learned in past studies is that removing beta amyloid plaque did not stop dementia. Hmm, kind of known that. And they go on the article to say, although the drug reduces levels of beta amyloid in the brain, clinical trials did not show that such changes reliably decrease symptoms of dementia for patients. Like I said, we've kind of known that. Um, But this drug, nonetheless, was approved very quickly. So when I tell you that I'm going to talk about a drug that was approved quickly, I guess everybody starts thinking about the COVID vaccine, but uh-uh, this is for Alzheimer's, and it, this, this just really irritates me, and I'm so glad this article explains this um, more thoroughly than what I have read, and I want you to understand it. I'm not excited at all about this drug, because what I've read about it gives me no reason to be. What we know is that at least a third of the patients who were part of this clinical trial wound up with swelling and bleeding in the brain. Well, if there's something I don't need, if I've already got a brain, a cognitive issue is more brain issue, you know, uh-uh. Yet within seven months, um, the FDA approved this drug for use. In the days following the FDA's announcement, the article says three members of the expert advisory committee resigned in in protest. One of them was Joel Perlmutter. And you've got to wonder if these professionals that are so highly studied and, and part of this approval process were so upset about it being approved that they resigned. You know, what's that about? I don't know. It was actually only tested with people who had mild cognitive impairment, also abbreviated MCI. You see that a lot. A lot of people think look at MCI as the precursor to Alzheimer's, and it many times is, but sometimes folks with MCI just have MCI, and it never progresses into Alzheimer's. Um, the controversy escalated, it, the article says, the next day with acting FDA director uh, Janet Woodcock calling for a federal investigation by the Department of Health and Human Services acting inspector general into whether the agency's interaction with Biogen, the company that developed it, to secure aducanumab's approval were, were inconsistent with FDA policies and procedures. Huh, that just bothers me. Now, get this. Let's get down on a real practical level for you and I because all of this committees and big companies and, you know, Department of Health and Human Services gets a little bit out of my my comfort range, but let's bring it to home. Only hours after the drug's approval, Biogen announced that the medication would cost, drumroll please, hold on if you're driving, $56,000 a year. Yes, $56,000 a year. Now, I just want to know, How many of us can afford that? 
Well, this us cannot afford that. I would, I'm 5,600 a year. I'd be going, oh man, that's a lot of money. 56,000? How many of us don't even make $56,000? Some private insurers like Blue Cross Blue Shield have decided that the drug is not medically necessary. They're not covering it. And then the Kaiser Family Foundation estimated that if even one million of the estimated one and a half million Americans eligible for treatment actually received the drug, and I'm reading from the article, and it was covered under Medicare, it could cost Medicare $57 billion, that's a B, per year. $57 billion per year. And that is $20 billion above what Medicare Part B spent in all of 2019 for all of their drugs combined. So let me help you know, Medicare is not going to pay for this. It's, it's just crazy. In addition, you have to have a PET scan in order to go through the documentation process necessary to get the medication. And a PET scan runs about $6,000. And Medicare doesn't cover that either. Or you can have a lumbar puncture. That doesn't sound like any fun at all. So the article says that since aducanumab is given by monthly intravenous infusion, monthly now, there is also the cost of the visits to an infusion center or a hospital or home visits from a specialized nurse. Uh, that doesn't come cheaply either. So this drug, I mean, who did they come up who who was their target uh, purchaser in mind when they came up with this so-called wonderful drug that causes swelling and possible brain bleeding? I, I you know I don't know. It's not well, it's not anybody I know that can afford this kind of thing. I mean, if there's one thing in the world I wish I could have done, it would have been to stop the progress, the progression, the experience of having Alzheimer's for my mama. What I would not have done. But we didn't have $56,000 a year to spend on one drug, not counting the $6,000 for the PET scan, and then the monthly fees to go to the hospital and have it intravenously infused. I mean, really? And then to get no reimbursement at all from insurance from it? Uh, I, I just don't think there's many people who will have that kind of money. Now, of course, there are some. Kudos to them. But why, why was it pushed through so quickly? Why was it pushed through when we know we have these side effects and when it costs this amount of money? And when we have highly regarded professionals leaving the um, board advisory committees, expert advisory committees, because of being approved, I think it should make the average Joe, that would be me for sure, stop and go, huh, maybe this isn't what, what is best. So what do we do? And you've got to stop and think too. If this drug is really geared towards people who have mild cognitive impairment rather than Alzheimer's, the beginning stages is what many call the beginning stages of Alzheimer's, then if we're in those early stages of any disease, is there something we can do early to stop the progression? And now we know there is, and that's what I've talked to you about so many times on this show, about doing those things that are good for your heart. If it's good for your heart, it's good for your brain. Lowering your cholesterol, getting diabetes in check, getting inflammation out of your body. And that's huge. And it's something I am working so hard with. And for the last year, or a little over a year, has been paramount in my mind and in my life is to reduce inflammation markers in my, in my body. Just recently, had the um, HS, as in Sam, HS is highly sensitive, I believe, um, CRP test done, and it measures the inflammation markers in your body, and mine is 
um, almost in the normal range. I'm like one-tenth out of the normal range, and so I'm very excited about that, much closer than I was, but I'm doing it by the what, by my lifestyle, what I am doing and what I'm not doing, what I'm eating and what I'm not eating, doing plant-based eating to get inflammation down, no dairy. I thought I would die without cheese. I was pretty sure life would come to an end if I didn't get to have cheese. I mean, who doesn't love cheese? I know everybody in my family does. My daughter, when she was little, said to me one day, Mama, how much money do I have to make to be able to afford all the cheese I want? For which I told her, Girl, I don't think you can make that much money because she loves cheese. She still loves cheese, much to my chagrin. But no cheese in my world, no dairy. Um, I'm gluten-free. I've found out I do have an allergy to gluten that I didn't know about, and it's that really helped me being off of gluten. But avoiding those foods that we know are bad for us. No meat, no meat, no meat. You got that? No meat byproducts. There's just too many studies that show the avoidance of those items, the plant-based eating, the way the blue zones eat. Um, if you read it, blue zones type eating. It's plant-based, how good it is for you, with the exception of maybe having a little fish here and there. And then moving, get moving. Some, um, inactivity is one of the definite risk factors for dementia. We got to get to moving and get that blood to going. Even if you're just sitting in your chair, moving your feet up and down, or whatever it is you're capable of doing, moving. Now, I have great respect for folks that are having issues being able to exercise since my car accident it's still a huge problem for me but there's still things that I can do and I do try to move and staying um, socially active and and interacting with other people attending a house house of worship if you have depression or hearing loss taking care of those so many people are diagnosed with dementia when what they have is hearing loss they didn't forget what you said they never heard it to begin with and then depression is a, has a huge indicator for dementia. And protecting your brain. Please wear a helmet if you're riding a bike or motorcycle, playing football or any of those other things. Protect your brain. you got to have it and you want it to be healthy. So, aducanumab, mm-mm. Nope, just don't think so. Plant-based eating, doing the smart things. Oh, yeah, we all over that one. You guys have a great day. A special thank you to our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families, 800-352-2919 or www.navf.org. Contact them for information regarding benefits for the veteran or the spouse of the veteran. Tell them Carol sent you. National Association of Veterans and Families. They speak veteran, so you don't have to. HD Imports, located in Rock Hill, South Carolina, wonderful mechanics for the repair and maintenance of Honda, Hyundai, Acura, Toyota, and Kia. HD Imports, 803-985-0985. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find all of our resources at our website, letstalkdementia.org. Our podcasts, our videos, our books, our blogs, and a form where you can contact me are all right there on the website. I look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.